for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. To Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally... The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. 
Judge Amy Coney Barrett has been confirmed by the United States Senate as the newest member of the United States Supreme Court. Initially sworn in by Associate Justice Clarence Thomas, Judge Amy Barrett, I'm sorry, let me correct myself, Associate Justice Amy Barrett is the youngest Supreme Court justice on the Supreme Court in America's history. But my concern with the Supreme Court lies in what the Democrats will do if they gain control of the White House. I fear they may try court packing. Even the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg made it clear that that nine members of the United States Supreme Court is sufficient, that it is a proper number. It has been the number of justices on the Supreme Court for decades. And one would hope that the uh, Democrats would listen to the uh, words of the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and not do something so rash and so politically motivated. Everything that the Democrats have done to date has been politically motivated. And while they did not make a big deal about uh, Justice Barrett's uh, religion and so forth, they did bring it up, but they didn't go too far with it, which I'm glad they didn't. Um, The other aspect of this, and I think it needs to be recognized, is that because of Justice Barrett's immense popularity leading up to this confirmation vote, uh, they were able to look at her in a different light, in a different vein. Uh, Certainly, Justice Barrett will now have the toughest task of living up to the expectations of everyone who believes she can do the job without any political motivations whatsoever. And I believe she can too. And for all intents and purposes, uh, any decision she makes is going to be looked upon as political. It's going to be looked upon as uh, wrong on the side of the Democrats. They are going to Uh, see any decision she makes that happens to be against their agenda, their narratives, as being one of political motivation. I can see that coming. And the reason I can see that coming is because I base that on their actions leading up to this confirmation vote. In the grand scheme of things, Democrats have attempted everything they could possibly think of to torpedo this confirmation vote including and not limited to calling it illegitimate. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but repeating something I said in a previous talking points, this is not an illegitimate process. This was done constitutionally, legally, and binding. So whatever the Democrats may think of this process for Judge, again, I apologize, Justice Amy Barrett, uh, must be looked upon In that light, they cannot afford the luxury of being so, uh, how can I put it, like a crybaby, you know, sitting in the corner whining and complaining because they didn't get their way. And that's the problem. They're going to whine, moan, bitch, and complain because they didn't get their way. Well, they didn't get their way with 
Merrick Garland. And the reason they didn't get their way with Merrick Garland was because Donald Trump was the incoming president. And Obama was the alleged outgoing president. So you have that to look at. Also bear in mind, too, there are uh, distinct uh, and obvious uh, things to look at uh, with the Democrats. Since the day Donald Trump came down the escalator and announced his candidacy, it has been nonstop political attack. Everything and anything was on the table. They didn't care one bit. Now, you look at this, uh, you know, going back to that day on the escalator, leading all the way up to now. And you think about all the things that this man has endured, everything this man has gone through because of the Democrats. Because the Democrats feel they, uh, for whatever reason, uh, are the ultimate authority, the ultimate power. Well, they lost their power when they lost the White House. They lost their power when they lost the United States Senate. My hope is they keep losing the United States Senate and lose the Congress as well as the Oval Office when Donald Trump is reelected for a second term. But in the case of Associate Justice Amy Barrett, let's also keep in mind the Democrats have no love loss for Donald Trump. So they're going to attack him by attacking her, which was their initial plan all along. When the vote to send the uh, confirmation to a Senate floor vote uh, took place, uh, every Democrat in the Senate Judiciary Committee decided to play hooky. They decided to stay home from school. They didn't want to sit there and uh, ultimately be uh, there when they lose the vote. They didn't care. But the process went forward. They complained. Well, you know what? You complain, you snooze, you lose. Constitutionally, as I said, this was done by the numbers. Congratulations, Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett. And I look forward to seeing how the Supreme Court will rule now that there is a six to three uh, situation. For those of you who live in New York that have been hoping for this to happen so that the uh, SAFE Act could be tackled once and for all, well, guess what? We've got six conservative justices. Okay? We've got the numbers we need. So for those of you who are leaving New York State because your taxes are too high, or you can't afford to live here because you're afraid that your guns will be taken away, well, I can understand with the taxes. Do whatever you can to deal with that. But if you're only leaving because the gun laws are too strict and you're afraid you're going to lose your guns, well, guess what? I'm a gun owner too, and I'm staying. Not that I have a choice, but if I had a choice, I'd still stay. Why? Because the fight 
isn't over. We now have another Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court that will hopefully turn the tide and take the SAFE Act down once and for all. That is, of course, if those of you in the north and west of Dutchess County, New York, uh, aren't afraid to stand up and fight the good fight still. Those of you who are gun owners, you know, and voted to put Cuomo back in the seat. Oh, I'm sorry, you voted for a libertarian or a Green Party candidate. Uh, No, you didn't vote for Cuomo technically, but technically, by not voting for the Republican candidate, you voted for Cuomo. Congratulations. Now that we have enough justices on the Supreme Court to tackle the SAFE Act, I want people tonight who have come to this show originally and have talked about the SAFE Act to come here tonight and tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me how, now that we have enough justices to secure overturning the SAFE Act, we can't do it just yet. We have to wait. I'd like to see you try that because you'd be hard-pressed to do it. Justice Amy Coney Barrett is a breath of fresh air, and I have a feeling that the SAFE Act is finished, provided the NRA and other gun groups, especially those here in New York, stand up and be counted. I know I will. If someone says, hey, George, I'm going to Albany. We're going to stand outside the governor's mansion. Uh, You want to bring me along? Hey, I'll be happy to come with you. I'd be very happy to join the uh, party, as the saying goes. All you got to do is pick me up or meet me somewhere, or I'll meet you somewhere if I can. But I want gun owners here in New York who keep insisting that we have to wait, we have to wait, we have to wait. I want to see if they still want to wait now that we have another justice that could possibly turn the tide once and for all. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Use that hashtag to trend this broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Howdy, America. How's it going? Are you feeling happy, conservatives? You should. Because tonight, Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett is a reality. As you heard in my talking points, confirmed 42, excuse me, 52 to 48. 52 to 48. Man, I'm telling you right now, I couldn't be happier if I uh, <laughs> if I fell off uh, fell off the uh, uh, you know the proverbial uh, now why is that I want to have two of those hmm. uh, you know <laughs> hell. I'm just playing happy tonight. I can't. I, I can't say 
I can't say that I'm not because, well, that would be a bold face lie. And, uh, no. What can you do, you know? I'm just like tickled beyond belief because here we have enough justices to uh, stick it right to the governor of the state of New York once and for all. I mean, this, this is the vote, ladies and gentlemen, 52 yeas. 48 nays. The Democrats got it sho- got it shoved right in their faces. It was constitutional. It was done right. It was by the numbers. Now, of course, you have to excuse me. I I've been running around all day, and I started the show while I was make something to eat. And unfortunately, my stomach is in knots because I haven't eaten. That's why I'm not on camera yet. So I apologize if I sound like I have my mouth full of food because, well, I I sometimes will. I'm going to try and get through this as best I can, as quickly as I can. So, what is a Supreme Court going? What is the Supreme Court going to be like for uh, Justice Barrett? <laughs> I'll tell you something. I was I was looking at some of the uh, video of her uh, after uh, she was uh, sworn in by uh, Justice Thomas. Again, that's just a preliminary. That's just the initial. That's just a pre- initial swearing in. The official swearing in will take place at the uh, Supreme Court, uh, and I believe that is done by uh, Chief Justice John Roberts. Um, not for anything, but. I firmly believe uh, Chief Roberts is going to be pleased to, you know, to, to welcome her aboard. But Democrats right now are fuming; they're seething. So we will see what we will see when we will see it, you know? I have to believe that uh, these Democrats, these these purveyors of stupidity, are just that, purveyors of stupidity. I'll tell you what, I want you to listen to this. This was uh, Senator John Kennedy 
right after the confirmation vote. Republicans prevailed tonight. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana was one of them. He just voted for Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation, and we're happy to have him on the show right after. Senator, thanks so much for coming on tonight. Why did you vote in favor of Amy Coney Barrett? Because um, this is a victory for our founders. It was never Tucker about her qualifications. Uh, you would have to be um, barking mad to think that, that she is not qualified in terms of intellect, in terms of temperament, in terms of integrity. This fight was about who's going to make social policy in the United States. And we, the, the Congress or the unelected federal judiciary. And we talk about that at the conceptual level so much. Let me give you a specific example. Um, many transgender women want to participate in female athletics. A transgender woman, as you know, Ducker, is a person who is born a male with the male characteristics of testosterone, for example, uh, who identifies as a female. And now many of those transgender women would like to participate in women's athletics. If they're allowed to do that because of their elevated testosterone, they're going to win every contest every time. Who do you think our founders intended to make a decision about that? The, the people through their elected representatives in Congress. That's right. Or, or nine unelected members of a Supreme Court appointed for life. It's called judicial restraint, and Judge Barrett understands that. Our founders intended it. And that's why this was a victory tonight for our founders. That's a, what a great example that is. The Congress can weigh in on all this stuff. That is their job. Um, and you wish they wouldn't boot it up the Supreme Court because it corrodes the system, as you just so eloquently explained. Senator, thank you so much. Thank you, Doug. Great to see you. Now, Senator Kennedy, i got to give the man credit. He, 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 he's, he's quite good at putting things out there. <clears throat> a little uh, levity in, in, his com in, his, in his answer, which is always great. But let's face the reality. He pointed out something that, that's, that's key. This is, this is the key aspect of it, something the Democrats do not care about, that it is within the Constitution It is the Constitution of these United States that lay out the parameters. It's, a, it's just a, that simple. It is just that. Um, it's just that plain. And I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't trust the Democrats not to do the right thing. I really don't. I don't trust them to uh, to be cognizant of the of the Constitution or have any uh, real understanding 
of the Constitution. And if they do, as they are, <laughs> not necessarily in that order, uh, well, shit. <laughs> then they're trying to twist the twist it to their advantage, their agenda. I don't know, maybe it's just my imagination, but the last time I checked, the Constitution hadn't been uh, abolished in this country. But let's also bear in mind that they will twist the Constitution to suit their all, uh, almighty agenda because they want, their, they want power back. They were so pissed off when, when Trump beat their, their chosen one, Hillary Clinton, that they had to do whatever it took to try and destroy him, to ruin him. They're going to use any judicial, as I said in my talking points, they're going to use any judicial decision that Judge Barrett puts out there as Justice Barrett as a political talking point against President Trump. So, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think there's, there, there has to be a, you know, a moment when you have to ask yourself, <clears throat> at what point do we sit back and say, you know, we're going to do what we, you know, we're going to do things by the Constitution in accordance with the uh, the very document that that our laws spring from. Okay. But the question also becomes: At what point do we finally tell the Democrats? What part of, of of this don't you understand? It's it's so pathetic. Um, what what's also even what's equally pathetic, I believe, and let me. Uh, put myself on camera for a moment, at least for a moment, so you know, hey, I am here, I'm live, see, here's my face. The, the whole point of the problem is Democrats do not care what you want, they don't care what I want, they don't care whether we have a constitution or not, they don't care that we have the rule of law. See, they only want the rule of law when it suits their agenda, their purpose, their reason for being, okay? That's the only reason they want the rule of law. They don't give two shits about anything else. 
okay? But I'm telling you right now, folks, they need to start giving two shits. They really do. I mean, between you and me and the four wins, they don't like the fact that Judge Barrett became Justice Barrett. And here's how I know they don't care. Because guess who decided to stick their stick their proverbial necks out? Oh, yes. See, when Judge when Justice Barrett was confirmed to the Supreme Court, the squad hang on a second, folks. There may be a video starting and I don't wanna have it interrupt. <clears throat> there it is. Seems the squad had a few ideas. Oh, yes, the squad, okay? They they literally want you to uh, have things their way. They want it done their way, always. They, they, they can't have it the way the people want, the people that they represent, oh, heavens forbid that that would be, that would be, that would be completely and utterly insane. Why, to do that would, would mean they have to have it, well, they want to treat it like it's Burger King, the Burger King of old. Okay? They want to have it their way. Ilhan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in the Congress are calling for, are, calling, are saying expand the court. Yes. They want to expand the court. They want court expansion. They want to make the Supreme Court bigger so they can have their way. Okay? This way they can have it done the way they want and not the way it's supposed to be according to the Constitution. Now, if you remember, historically, we had a president some decades ago who wanted to expand the court. Didn't happen, did it? And it shouldn't. There is no justification, no cause, okay, for court expansion. Nine Supreme Court justices is enough. But what are you going to do?
Now, I, for one, firmly believe that anything is possible, anything, including and not limited to, not packing the Supreme Court, but keeping it as is, because the Supreme Court now can do things the way it's supposed to do it, in accordance with the Constitution. Nothing more, nothing less. And look, I don't think it's unreasonable to tell, a Demo- to tell these Democrats in the Senate and the Congress, kiss off, asshole. What are you, fucking stupid? Seriously? Are you that loose upstairs in the cranium that you, you think that packing the court to get it your way is going to... The Supreme Court is not a, is not a legislature. Do you understand? It's not a legislature. They have no business being the legislative arm. None whatsoever. I want to say howdy to uh, some folks watching by way of Periscope.tv. That's right. One of the five video channels that are currently uh, in operation. I've got Gene and, uh, of course, Cherokee Rose watching. And I've got a couple, I've got a few folks that I can't see watching by way of Periscope. But that's okay. Welcome anyway. It is always a pleasure to uh, have the viewers out there and uh, stuff. Now, I think what, what we really need to also accomplish uh, when it comes to our country's standing on its own two feet is we need to, as, as, as voters, we need to let people know up front what we think of certain ideas. Now bear with me, ladies and gentlemen, while I attempt to stop a video from... There we go. Used to be able to stop videos without without uh, kicking in. But Democratic candidate Joe Biden raises an idea of rotate of a rotating Supreme Court of rotating Supreme Court justices, saying there is some literature among constitutional scholars. Now check this out. Think about listen to what this says here. Now the former the alleged former vice president, Joe Biden, indicated that on Monday that he might be open to shifting Supreme Court justices to lower courts if elected president. Knowing that he hadn't made any quote-unquote judgment yet on the issue. There is some literature among constitutional scholars 
about the possibility of going from one court to another, not just always staying the whole time in the Supreme Court, but I have made no judgment. <clears throat> Biden said at a campaign stop in Chester, Pennsylvania. He went on to say that there are just a group of serious constitutional scholars have a number of ideas how we should proceed from this point on. That's what we're going to be doing. We're going to give them 180 days, God willing, if I'm elected, from the time I'm sworn in to be able to make such a recommendation. That's from Joe Biden. Uh, His comments came just hours before the Senate confirmed uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett as President Trump's third successful nomination to the Supreme Court. Barrett's nomination prompted a series of questions surrounding the institution of the Supreme Court as Democrats accused Republicans of hypocritically supporting Barrett's nomination after opposing that of Judge Merrick Garland in 2016. after Democratic senators indicated that they were willing to take extraordinary measures in response to Barrett's would-be confirmation, Biden repeatedly declined to say whether he would expand the number of justices. So, where do we stand in this situation? Where, where does America, the American people stand in this? Where, how, do, how will this affect us as a whole? Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Give us a call. Tell us what you think about the confirmation of Judge of Justice Amy Coney Barrett. I have to get used to calling her Justice Barrett because, you know, sometimes you know I forget, and it's a it's an understandable thing. You know, it's not that I'm old or anything like, or feeble-minded like uh, a certain <clears throat> Democrat candidate that shall not be mentioned, but we know who it is. Um, But to hear the Democrats spewing over this is just absolutely sickening. It is. The way they're they're basically... um, they're acting like spoiled children, like I said in my talking points tonight. They're acting like a bunch of spoiled brats. Now, I will admit, there has to be, you know, there ha- the Supreme Court has its hands full. And believe me, that's a lot. But 
how much of this insanity should the American people take? Really? How much more do we have to endure? It's not a difficult task. Trying to figure out how to convince Democrats that they're wrong by what they're doing. But the question of the question of just where this will all lead, that's what it comes down to. Where will this all head for? Now, among the, <clears throat> among the items that should be looked at is our Second Amendment, especially many of the unconstitutional gun laws that have cropped up over the years. Gun owners, like folks here in New York, are so afraid of losing, uh, of losing their guns that they're moving out of New York State. It's not just the guns, though. It's, it's other things, too. But a lot of folks who own a lot of guns are moving out of New York because the draconian gun laws of New York have made it impossible to be a gun owner. Now, I can own a rifle, but I can't own a pistol, thanks to the New York Safe Act. But now, with the confirmation of Justice Amy Coney Barrett... there may finally be some resolution. That unconstitutional New York law may get shot down once and for all if people aren't cowardly and running for the hills. It's time to stand and fight. Now we take it to the Supreme Court. I had one guy, uh, Mike Peters, who used to come to this show, okay, he used to come here and talk about how we need, after, after uh, uh, Neil Gorsuch and uh, Brett Kavanaugh were confirmed, that we still we would need one more. Well, we got the one more, Mike. Where are you? Where are you? Now why don't you come on the show and tell me if we still have to wait for another justice? Do we need to wait for, for one more? I don't think so. Come on, Mike. I know you're listening out there somewhere. Come on. Come on here. Now that we have that one more justice, you have some explaining to do, son. What's it going to take now? What do we have to wait for? But I know Mike won't show up. He won't arrive. He won't be here. And he's a gun owner who, last time I knew, still lived in New York. Tell me, Mike, we got that one more justice. Are you willing to stay and fight the good fight, or are you just going to run away? I'd love to know the answer to that one. 347-945-5747. 
live, large, and in charge from our studios in the Hudson Valley. And we ain't done yet. We still got a ways to go. And of course, it would go even better with you on the phone lines. Now, the confirmation of Judge Barrett also brings to mind another case. A case that uh, they're afraid she'll swing in favor of, of taking down. The... the uh, Taking down the the Affordable Care Act. Now, I said a long time ago that the Affordable Care Act was a mistake. Members of the Congress and the Senate heard the words of Pelosi at the time when she said, we have to pass the bill in order to uh, find out what is in it. You mean to tell me that's the way our government works still? Now, I know... There are many people who would love to see this interesting, this interesting thing called the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare torpedoed. I'm one of them. Now, let's bear in mind, things were not perfect. Things were not great before the Affordable Care Act came out. But thanks to the Affordable Care Act, things have gotten worse. The Supreme Court will be looking at that, I believe, very soon. But who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but see, that's going to be one of her first cases. I believe, one of her first official cases as an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. Now think for a minute. Think for a minute, America. Let 
let's say for the sake of this of, of this broadcast, because right now I don't have anyone on the phone lines. I'm a little concerned. I'm, a little, I'm curious as to where my buddy Gunslinger is. He's usually here by now. But let's think about this logically. She's going into the Supreme Court. She's going to, she's going to be going right to work. The question becomes, if she votes to destroy, you know, to take down the Affordable Care Act, Democrats will say it was politically motivated. That, that she lied to them. Democrats will say anything to, by attacking her. They think they're attacking Trump. That's if she goes in favor of voting it down. Then, of course, if they if she votes, if her if she dissents on the Affordable Care Act, and and does not uh, decide against it. The Democrats will praise her for her for her being honest and so forth. It's political football. As I've often called it over the years. Political football. And when you play foot when you're playing political football, you just have to know. The rules. See, with Democrats, the rules are simple. They tell you whatever the rules are today, and then tomorrow they'll tell you whatever the rules are for that day. Republicans play the same game. I hate to say it, but it's true. They do. There's the Republicans' rules. The Democrats' rules, and then the actual rules right in the middle that get sandwiched right in the middle. Now, does that remotely make any sense to anybody? It should. I think on the surface, on the surface, Things could be better if Democrats would just stop whining and telling bold-faced lies and being temperamental idiots. What do I know? I'm just a I'm just a guy with a big mouth and a microphone. Now, let's also bear in mind the obvious details. The obvious details 
behind the Democrats squawking. Trump won in 2016, being the the woman they chose to be their candidate. She didn't win the nomination. Uh Uh-uh. She didn't win that nomination. She was given the nomination. That's why this year, that's why for this year, they didn't use superdelegates. They went. They decided to go again to go to put that to bed after what happened four years ago. Well, the Democrats lost, and they're going to lose again. Who wants a guy like Joe Biden, who can't even form a sense? He actually, in an interview, Sunday. Pretty sure it was Sunday that I was looking at, where he decided, hmm, he called President Trump George, as in George Bush. Huh? George Bush isn't the president, son. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to use that against that old buzzard. Come on, man. I should record I should get a recording of that. And every time Biden does a miscue, come on, man. <laughs> Think about it. Could be fun. Well, it could be. But we'll just have to see. Now, I know there's there's a fine line that we should never cross. In journalism, that's why I'm very careful not to cross those imaginary lines. But things do happen. Now, I suppose it'll take everything I have to explain what I mean. Well, let's see. I think this will explain it rather nicely. See, CNN and MSNBC decided not to, excuse me, goodness, decided not to air the uh, Senate vote. I don't believe this. I can't shut it off. You ever have one of those things, one of those days where nothing works right?
I'm trying to get to this story, and, and unfortunately, thank you. Ah, you got to love live broadcasting, folks. And like I said, CNN and MSNBC decided to skip the Senate vote confirming Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Seems kind of funny to me that they would do that. Seems that breaking news is becoming a rare occurrence in the coverage of the two liberal news networks. See, particularly on the night that Justice Barrett's Justice Barrett was confirmed to the Supreme Court. Now, CNN and MSNBC, as I said, uh, they chose not to uh, air the historic vote in the Senate that confirmed. Uh, Amy Barrett to become the uh, 115th justice and only the fifth woman to the Supreme Court. 52 to 48 confirmation with Maine's Senator Susan Collins as the sole Republican to join Democrats in opposition. Maine, do the world a favor, Get her out of that Senate seat. You're being screwed. Seriously, you're being screwed. Now, both networks largely covered Barrett's confirmation through the prism of the coronavirus outbreak with CNN anchors shaming the Trump administration for hosting a celebration at the White House following the previous event commemorating Barrett's nomination, which has been widely referred to as a super spreader based on the high number of attendees who were later diagnosed with the virus. Hmm. Now, Chris Hayes over at MSNBC stressed that 225,000 Americans are dead and not everyone is in a celebratory mood like President Trump is. Now, this is what Chris Hayes was saying. Uh, Chris Hayes, bite me, bitch. And by the way, we'd have a lot more dead if President Trump hadn't uh, closed the borders, you know, hadn't closed entry to this country from China. Okay? There would be a lot more dead. Of course, I don't think a lot of these deaths are coronavirus related. Sorry to say that, folks, but that's, you know, you've got doctors out there who said that uh, they were told by their administra- by their hospital administrators to put down that the, a person if a person dies, they died from the coronavirus. And it was financially motivated. I don't give a flying fuck what, whether it's money motivated or not. That's dishonest. That's fudging the books. So these 225,000 Americans who died, well, 
may not have had coronavirus at all. And how about the ones who did have it, died from it, that were in nursing homes where Democrat governors and so forth laid down the edict like Governor Cuomo did? Oops, did we forget about that too? Conveniently, Mr. Hayes? Hmm? Hmm? I think you forgot about that very conveniently. But what do I know? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to make this announcement now because it's possible I may be ending at midnight uh, due to uh, zero phone calls and uh, the fact that my many of my regulars aren't here. Well, the regular that calls in. I'm talking about regulars as, as far as calls are concerned. And it's very disturbing that this would be the case tonight. Kind of a shame, really. Now, I've got an idea, something I haven't been able to do in a long time. We'll take we'll take this opportunity to take a break. Hmm. That seems like a logical idea because I do need to take a break for a moment. But don't worry, folks. We'll be back in just a moment with more Firefox News Online. I am Vito Corleone. I am the Godfather. Inviting you to join my good friend, George Sinza, for more news and topic discussion on Firefox News Online here on blogtalkradio.com. But rather than I tell you about it, George, you tell them about it. Thank you, Vito. Join me as we continue with more Firefox News Online on blogtalkradio.com in just a few moments. And you can join us live on the air at 347-945-5747. Or you can contact us via Skype. Hey, listen. The Godfather will tell you, we are the best in the business. On October 6, 2012, we managed to garner over 10,000 archive and live listens combined. Now, if that's not an accomplishment, I don't know what is. So, as I pass it back to the Godfather, be sure to join us, won't you? Vito? Thank you, George. Ladies and gentlemen, George just made you an offer you cannot refuse. We'll be right back in just a few moments.
Recently, I had contact with a member, former member of the New York Guard, and I told him of my desire to rejoin, but sadly, my health will not allow it. So, I didn't serve for the number of years I did, but that doesn't mean it's over. If you're a New York State resident, this public service announcement is right up your alley. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Sergeant George Senzer, honorably discharged veteran of the State Defense Force, the New York Guard. Now, I've got a few questions for you. First of all, are you at least 18 years of age or older? Second of all, are you in reasonably good health? But most important of all, are you a New York State resident looking to serve your country? If you are, then have I got a great idea for you. Join the New York Guard. The New York Guard is a state defense force operated and funded by the state of New York through the Division of Military and Naval Affairs. And the New York Guard has a long and illustrious history dating back as far as World War I. I served two tours of active duty with the New York Guard on September 11, 2001, the day of the most horrendous attack on our nation since Pearl Harbor. I was proud to serve with the New York Guard. I served with them for six years, and I made a difference. You can too. Make a difference. Join the New York Guard today. Go to www.dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. That's dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. Click on the link, Enlistment Resources, download the recruitment package, fill out the application, send it back, and be sure to contact the recruiters letting them know that you have a desire to serve and that you've sent back the completed application. The New York Guard, New York State's Defense Force, protecting the residents of the state of New York and helping them through emergencies and times of natural disaster. Join the New York Guard today and make a difference. Okay, kids, gather around. I know we haven't discussed this in a while, but uh, who remembers where we're all going to meet in case of an emergency? Um, I do. Grand Central Station. Times Square. No, silly. Higher ground. Where's that? The mountains, son. But we live in the city. Hmm, right. Good point. What about supplies and all that other stuff? Ah, don't you even worry. Your mom has all those canned beets somewhere in the apartment. Oh, I just remembered. I also have canned cocktail onions. What about water? We have a few gallons stored in the basement. But we don't have a basement. He means the storage unit. Where's that? 32nd and 7th. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. What time's the game on? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. A public service announcement brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like the storm. When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. had no idea how to find each other. My husband kept the kids occupied. our son, but there was no reception. Everything was down. I felt like we handled everything very well. I had to try and stay calm. The whole experience was the most frightening ten hours of my life. It was, it was kind, kind of, of like, like 
a little family adventure. Every mother hopes will never happen to her. I remember, I remember the, the relief of being that I together. Realized he was out there all alone. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there it's to stay it's calm ignore and keep message. to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Visit nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Just now, another kid dropped out of school. There's one every 20 seconds. Over 200 kids an hour. That adds up to nearly 5,000 kids every school day. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. But there is someone who can change that. And that someone is you. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. So make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because the path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. There I was in my business suit, all dressed up, just uptight as I could possibly be. And I don't remember much of what was said at that first AA meeting. It was more the feeling of the meeting itself. That's what has kept me going. I know it works, and I see the people ahead of me with more sobriety. I see how happy they are. And I want that. I want that too. And what I notice about AA is it sort of helps me to relax and learn to really be happy with my sobriety. It's a richer life to live. That's exactly what Alcoholics Anonymous does. It teaches us how to live without drinking. It teaches us how to have fun and really enjoy life without drinking. This program's given me the good life. The only good life I've ever known. Alcoholics Anonymous. It works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or AA.org. Attention parents of young children. The following is a partial list of things that are probably happening in your backseat that you are completely unaware of. A food item is probably being stuffed into a crack. A strange sticky substance is being spread everywhere. Deep, sustained, nasal exploration. Someone is probably making faces. Hitting. Hitting back. The cleaning of muddy shoes. Farting! <laughs> Something is probably spilling. Gum is lodging in hair. And your kids are probably riding in car seats that are being used incorrectly. In fact, three out of four kids are not as safe as they should be. But the latch system is in most cars and makes it easier to get it right. Just attach the top tether and the lower anchors. The ones down near the old sandwich and the melted down crayons. Anchor, tether, latch. The next generation of child safety. A message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Alvin of Alvin and the Chipmunks. And you're listening to Firefox News Online on blogtalkradio.com. Take it away, George. This is Simon from Alvin and the Chipmunks, and you're listening to Firefox News Online on blogtalkradio.com. Call 347-945-5747. And be sure to tell George, 
Simon sent you. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Broadcasting from New York, the Empire State, you're listening to Firefox News Online. I know, a bit of a long-winded return. I know, I get that. It's Hey, we have to have a little bit of a stretch here. See, Years ago, when I was doing public access, uh, I learned very early on uh, as a floor manager for a couple of shows that if you, if you see somebody going like this, you know, uh, for those of you listening on radio, if they're putting their fingers together, you know, like two hand puppets, and they're stretching them apart, what happens is that's, that's the symbol to stretch it out. If you see them roll, spinning their fist in front of their face, that's the symbol to wrap it up. Okay, so in my case, I, you know, I have to, in the back of my head, remember to stretch things out a little, especially until I can get more situated. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it be like that. Sometimes it can be a little bit strange. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Firefox News Online has been around a long time. More than 12 years. Nobody else has been able to beat us. Nobody else has been able to defeat us. And there's a reason for that. The loyalty of you people out there, not just in America, but around the globe. Uh, I've got listeners and viewers all over the, con- all over the, the cotton-picking planet. And you know what? I love it. <laughs> I love it when it... Like uh, Hannibal Smith on the A-Team used to say... I love it when a plan comes together. And believe me, this is a plan that took over 12 years to make. Now, the, the, the irony of that is it also takes financing, funding. Now, as many of you know, I don't work for anyone. Okay? I work for myself, basically, doing this broadcast. So I got to borrow from Peter to pay Paul on occasion. And this month, I'm really stretching it paper thin. Uh, I actually cut my food budget. I took money out of my food budget to pay to, to pay some bills for this show this month. I had to. It was either that or end up not being on the air. Now, that means I'm eating a lot of things that I'm not supposed to. I know if my doctor hears this, and she's going to hear it, I know. She, she listens to this broadcast and archives. She's going to hear this, and then I'm going to get a phone call, and she's going to be like, What are you doing? Are you insane? Well, yes. Figuratively speaking, of course. Comedically speaking, of course. One does not admit to being insane. Well, they can, and it's usually proven the other side of the coin. But anyway, folks, 
we can this broadcast is here to to share information to to talk about the headlines that are out there uh, to discuss topics of, of a nature that affects all of us. We have an obligation. When I say we, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I keep saying like in the third or second or third person uh, because Firefox News Online is its own entity. It's, uh, it, it's, a, an, it's been an amazing ride so far. But guess what? It takes, like I said, it takes sometimes a little, a little do re me to make the, to make a, a little me 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 on the air. Okay, that was a cheesy, a cheesy way of putting it, but you get the idea. So what I ask is, if you can, and if you're willing, uh, I can't. I, I can't tell you to take it off on your taxes because it's not possible. I don't have it set up for that, and I do apologize for that. That's why it's a non-tax deductible donation that we we ask for. Uh, if you go to paypal.me/firefoxnewsonline, that's paypal.me/firefoxnewsonline, you can be a big help to this broadcast. A big help. Uh, and every donation is greatly appreciated. Believe me, it is. Uh, aside from that, we also have a CafePress.com page where you can actually get some really great, uh, great merchandise, which helps to keep the show on the air too. Um, here, let me show you something, folks. For those of you watching on the video side, you'll see this. I have a on the Cafe Press page. We have a mouse pad, and as you can see, for those of you watching on video, it has. Remember uh, Home Improvement, the neighbor behind the fence. And believe it or not, my mother's maiden name was Wilson. But we have these, and they all everything we have on that Cafe Press site has the logo right on it. Pretty cool. Very flexible, very strong, very thick. Makes a great addition to the to the to the house, to the office, to the home office. Uh, yeah. Then there's the coffee mug. This is the coffee mug I drink out of. I'm telling you right now. I've got I've got three of these. The original one, the logo was a little blech. So, you know, but I have the, the very, I have four mugs like this. One has the original logo, which is just the blue square with the stencil font. And then uh, using some uh, artistic design, uh, added the rest later on. But this is a 15-ounce coffee mug. 15 or 16-ounce, I'm not 100% sure anymore. It's been a while. But... These mugs make great gifts, and they're great for the house, great for your office. Trust me, coffee, tea, hot chocolate, wonderful item. Mm. Speaking of coffee, my coffee's getting cold. So if you go to cafepress.com slash the F-F-N-O-E-Store, 
that's cafepress.com slash the FFNOE store, you will find some really cool stuff. And for those of you watching on the video side, you'll get to see that, what that page looks like right now. Um, and look at this. We've got, look at that little, look at this little guy. For those of you watching on the video side, look at the little teddy bear we have, dear. Wouldn't that make a perfect gift for some little tyke? Wouldn't that make a perfect little gift for some little person, a little boy or girl? You know, I don't know how many of you out there are my age and may have actually slept with a teddy bear. I didn't. Nah, I slept with my Tonka truck. Kept it up against the wall. I used to drive my poor father crazy. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. But, hey, what are you going to do? Um, so there's, there's all kinds of great stuff. You've got the coffee mug, the messenger bags, the T-shirts, the sweatshirts, the hoodies, um, golf shirts, hats, drinking glasses, water bottles, all with the Firefox News Online logo right on there. And believe me, it is, to say the least, a great way to keep supporting this broadcast and get something to, and, you know, to drink coffee out of, a hat to wear to the store, the mouse pad on your de- for your desk, CafePress.com slash the FFNOE store. And of course, if you just want to donate directly, uh, PayPal.me slash Firefox News Online. I know that a bit of a long winded statement to make, but hey, you know what? Kind of goes with the territory, you know? I've got a big mouth. Voice and a big well, you get the idea. Need I say more? No. <laughs> My friend Gunslinger is listening with his cell phone right now because he's down at a friend's place and he's sitting there probably listening to me going, "Oh my God, George, what are you doing? Good Lord, you you cracked. You you've completely lost your marbles." You're 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 out to lunch somewhere. You, you know something, George. If you're not careful, they're going to take you away with the butterfly net. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's probably thinking when he heard me go through through those little comical moments. Uh, but stuff happens. So, you know, I, I have to I have to ask a really good question here. They want Democrats. They want the Supreme Court packed with liberal justices. Biden wants to have a rotating just uh, rotating judges. I want to touch on that part for a minute. I want to touch on that part for a minute. You want to take a Supreme Court justice, the highest court in the land, and you want to send a justice to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. 
or to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals or the Third or whatever. And then take that judge that was in that seat and rotate them up to the highest court in the land? Please excuse me while I do my my cheesy Mr. Rogers in the neighborhood voice. Can you say totally up the creek without a paddle and insane to boot? Joe Biden is? Sure. I know you can. He's a Looney Tune. It's not. That's not even. That that idea is so unconstitutional. It's not even funny. But do the Democrats care about that? No, they don't. If they gave two shits about the Constitution, they wouldn't be pulling half the crap they're pulling. Seriously, they wouldn't. And <clears throat> I'd like to think that somewhere, somewhere in, in the grand scheme of things, uh, one could easily, one could easily sit there and go, uh, Joe, you can't do that. It's not constitutionally legal. Dumbass. But nobody, nobody is smart enough to tell this idiot you can't do that. And that's why he's going to lose the election to Donald Trump. That's why he's going to lose this election to a man who, who thinks outside the box. Okay? He thinks outside the box, our president. He doesn't just look at things a certain way. He knows things a certain way. He may not express them the way you and I might, but, uh, yeah, he presents a very high, uh, a very high, um, as far as I'm concerned, moral fiber and character that translates into his business life, that translates into his um you know it translates into his presidential abilities that that you know we all listen i could run for president tomorrow let's say and let's say for the sake of discussion i managed to get to the point where i am where i'm actually on election day running for the presidency. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting here in my living room, twiddling my thumbs, watching with bated breath, watching the outcome, like everybody in, in politics. Looking with those wide eyes. And of course, of course, There, there has to be, you know, that moment where, I'm sit, where a person's sitting there going, you know, 
biting their nails. Because waiting for the results on election day is a nail biter. Well, let's say for the sake of discussion, sake of our conversation, I happen to be the winner of the election. Ever watch wrestling? You know, there's a, there's a wrestler by the name of Rob Van Dam. Well, I'd be sitting there going, Big George Sensor. Now, of course, I'm trying to adjust my desk here so my camera doesn't sit cockeyed. There. It's a little off. Um, but the Democrats would squawk. They would bitch. They would moan. They'd complain. They would, well, they wouldn't know what to do with themselves. They'd be sitting there beside themselves because a literal unknown, a virtual unknown, a guy that doesn't have any background in public service, never a city councilman, never a mayor, never an assemblyman, never a state senator, never a state legislator, never uh, represented his state in the United... He uh, was never the governor. He was never a, a U.S. senator, a, a U.S. congressman. Hell, hasn't even been elected dog catcher, but won the presidency. Sound like a familiar person we know? Hint, hint, wink, wink. OMB? Actually, we're now switching that up. It's no longer OMB. It's OMG. Orange man, good. Yeah. That's why you don't see OMG on social media nowadays, because everybody's saying orange man, good. OMG stands for Oh my God. Yes, that's what it's supposed to be. But guess what? Now it also means orange man good. So we look at, in looking at, uh, excuse me, President Trump, uh, okay. You look at that at, at how he's what he's accomplished and what he's done for this country. Joe Biden gets in. God help this country because it'll be completely destroyed. Everything that President Trump has accomplished will go down the drain. We'll go back to the the years of, to the eight years of the alleged president Barack Obama and the alleged Vice President Joe Biden, back to that so-called alleged administration, back to that which damn near tore this country to shreds. Only it will be worse. Far worse. That's why I'm encouraging people who have not voted yet, get out and vote on November 3rd. 
Don't waste time. Don't hesitate. Let me show you something, America. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. I'm going to show you something here. And take a look at this. This is the total approval among 1,500, 1,500 likely voters. Okay. Now, take a look at this very carefully. Plus or minus 3%. Now, total approval for President Trump is 52% as of today, the 26th day of October 2020. That's total approval rating. Now look at the alleged president from back in 2012, eight years ago. This was, I believe, in his second, his alleged second term. I say alleged, ladies and gentlemen, because the man should not have been president. There were too many things wrong with that picture. Uh, Not something I want to get into tonight, however. We can always do that another day. And we might. Okay? So now, listen carefully, America. Listen carefully. President Trump, 52% total approval rating, October 26, 2020. 48% the same day eight years ago for Barack Obama. Justice Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed by the United States Senate 52 to 48. Hmm. Interesting dynamic, isn't it? A very interesting dynamic indeed because it's the exact same numbers. Hmm. Kind of curious thing. How does a, how did how you look, you can't make this stuff up. That is by the way, that was done by Rasmussen. Okay? Now, approval ratings are not – technically, an approval rating is not a poll. It is, but it isn't. I'll put it like that. And I know I've always said, you know, ignore the polls, but that's in regards to the election itself. Now, the approval rating for, for Donald Trump – Eight years later, says one thing. Barack Obama was not that well-liked. He was not very well-liked at all, apparently. And, yes, he had a 48% approval rating in 2012. But look at the approval rating for President Trump. Total overall approval rating, 52%. That is outstanding. 
That's an outstanding approval rating, America. That's the kind of approval that says he's going to be reelected. Eight years ago, Barack Obama was in his last was in his last term. This is eight years later, near the end of, his, of President Trump's first term. You do the math. It speaks volumes. It truly speaks volumes, because. Unlike, unlike Barack Obama, President Trump has nothing to lie about. He has no reason to lie. Where Barack Obama has all the reason in the world to lie. Start figuring it out, America. Donald Trump has done everything by the numbers. It really has. I mean, uh, trying not to yawn in your faces, America, <laughs> those of you watching on the video side. But look at this, okay? 52% approval rating for President Trump. That's outstanding. That really is. Um, I'd like to think that a lot of it has to do with President Trump's accomplishments over the last four years. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, it does. What am I saying? Of course it does. And speaking of polls, I know I said ignore the polls. But according to the Gateway Pundit, President Trump takes the lead over Joe Biden in in a Rasmussen daily, daily White House watch Four-point swing in one week. A four-point swing in one week. Now, this is where... Whoa, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Don't mean to yawn in front of you on the video side and so forth, but Wow. Now, this was, oh, the, the um, 2012, I take that back. This was, uh, for Obama, it was his first so-called term also because it was the election against Mitt Romney. It was the, it was ele- it was the election where Mitt Romney didn't make it. Oh, shit. Sorry, folks. So I, I have to correct myself on that. So President Trump, 52% approval rating. 
uh, going into his re-election against Joe Biden, and 48% with Obama going in to be re-elected against Mitt Romney in an election that really shouldn't have happened anyway, but you won't hear that from me. Um, Now, the Gateway Pundit asks a uh, very interesting question, and I think it's a good question to ask. Um, And to respond to this question, I would ask everyone to send an email to me. Um, Send your email response, comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, that's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Now, the question is, do you agree with President Trump that mail-in voting would create the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history? I can give my answer right now. Fuck yes. Oh, God bless America and all the ships at sea. So, um, the Gateway Pundit really did ask a a fine question here. Um, So, I think it's it, it goes. It really does need a a good answer. So, I hope that people will uh, avail themselves to answering this question. Um, again, send in your answers to this to this particular question. Um, comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. <clears throat> the question being, Do you agree with President Trump that mail-in voting would create the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history? Please do uh, respond to this because uh, I'll tally the votes. If you believe believe it to be, it will create an inaccurate and fraudulent election – let me know in the body of the text, yes, it would, or no, it wouldn't, and why you think so, either way. And in the subject line, put today's date, October 26th, 2020, and gateway pundit question, mail-in voting. So this way I know what we're, what we're talking about and what we're looking at. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, I just did a screen capture of it, so this way um, I'll have it to refer to. But, uh, yeah, there's that. Okay, this is going to out of hand. I'm tired of yawning. I took a power nap. I rested. 
This shouldn't be happening. Why am I yawning so much? This is unfair. Excuse me. That little snack gave quite a potent belch. Good God. <laughs> I know, folks. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm having a bit of a fun a fun time tonight. I'm actually just having a... Oh, here we go again. That's getting ridiculous. And like I've always said, people, I could drink a gallon of coffee and it wouldn't phase me. I think I know what part of the problem is. It's been raining here in New York, in my neck of the woods of New York, all day today, and it's still raining. My knees are killing me from my because I've got arthritic knees, so my knees aren't happy. In fact, they're not happy. They're not bashful. Doc or sleepy, or is it sneezy? Yeah. Well, anyway, one one of the many dwarfs. Um. I think what we have that's it i'm i'm on i'm on i'm on i'm on strike i'm on strike from yawning like that's gonna work <laughs> can you imagine being on strike from yawning folks seriously i don't think i could So, oh, good Lord, here we go again. God, that's annoying. Telling you right now, this yawning stuff is just a pill. Um... Now, President Trump, um, he went after Joe Biden regarding the Social Security and Medicare flip-flopping that Joe Biden's been doing of late. And um, there, I hate when when stuff like that happens. Uh, So he's going after Joe Biden on on Social Security and Medicare flip-flops that he's done of late. so with barely more than a week to go before the election, and, uh, you know, I'm really sick of this. I can't even say five sentences, five words without yawning. Grr. Okay. I'm going to try this again. Good thing I didn't switch to the camera yet. With barely more than a week to go before the election, President Trump has been taking Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden to task. 
for his mixed record on cutting Medicare and Social Security. At one of two campaign rallies in Florida last Friday, President Trump accused his Democratic rival of lying at the previous night's presidential debate, which he did. Uh, Biden lied. I can't stop yawning, ladies and gentlemen, and I must apologize, but I'm not going to apologize anymore after this because it's just going to keep happening. Let's try this again. So he, uh, after, he, 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 President Trump accused his Democratic rival of lying at the previous night's presidential debate when asked if he wanted to cut Medicare and Social Security. Uh, yes. Damn it. For years, Joe Biden fought to cut your Social Security. He wanted to cut it. He wanted to knock it out and Medicare, which Joe has now falsely denied. You notice? I loved it yesterday. The way he denied that. This is what Trump told a, cr- a crowd in the villages before showing them a clip of a debate between Biden and Bernie, between Biden and Bernie Sanders from earlier in the year. Now, in the clip, Sanders confronts Biden regarding comments he made over the years. Sorry. From the Senate floor. Have you been on the have you been on the Senate on the floor of the Senate time and time again talking about the necessity with pride about cutting Social Security, cutting Medicare, cutting veterans programs? This is what Bernie Sanders asked. Joe Biden's answer? No. Bernie Sanders asked him, you never said that? Again, Biden said no. Now, the clip then cuts to an audio recording of Biden from 1995, in which he appeared to be advocating for cuts to Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and veterans' benefits. Whoops. When pressed by Sanders, Biden repeatedly denied that he made these comments over the years. I saw the rally. Well, it's most some of it anyway, and I re- remember hearing those clip, the, 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 hearing the, hear, hear, no, hearing the audio for that clip. Biden's the biggest fucking liar I ever heard in my life. Now, after the clip, Trump applauded the makers of the video and rehashed his allegations of Biden not being forthright on his positions. President Trump said he's a liar. He lies about everything. He's now lying about not being a corrupt politician. Under my leadership, no one will touch your Medicare, and nobody will touch your Social Security. Trump reiterated the allegations against Democratic opponent at another rally 
in Pensacola, Florida, later that day. Now, uh, President Trump said Joe Biden spent his entire time in the Senate, long, long days, hours, nights, working to cut your Social Security. You don't know about that? To cut your Medicare? People don't know about that. He denies it. He denied it last night. Now, this is the day after the last debate, which was supposed to be the last debate. Well, you get the idea. Now, during the presidential debate last Thursday, Joe Biden had attacked President Trump for an executive order he signed in August, which allowed employers to stop withholding payroll taxes from their workers' paychecks. Biden claimed that the move would cause the Social Security program to be bankrupt by 2023 with no way to make up for it. This guy who, who's tried to cut Medicare, the idea that Donald Trump is lecturing me on Social Security and Medicare? Come on, man! <laughs> Joe Biden's favorite phrase, it seems. Now, Biden's record on Social Security and Medicare has been mixed over the years. During his first term as senator, Biden co-sponsored a bill to increase monthly benefits by 7%. But throughout the 1980s and 90s, Biden spoke out in favor of freezes to Social Security as a way to reduce the deficit. In 1984, Biden said the only way that Congress will ever be able to come to grips with deficits is by dealing with all federal programs as a package. This was his this is what he was thinking in 1984. The same year, he co-sponsored a proposal with two Republican senators to freeze federal spending. The measure would have meant no social security, cost of living adjustments for a year. But it was never passed. Thank God. In the mid-1990s, Biden voted for a balanced budget amendment that did not exclude reducing Social Security benefits. During the, during the 2020 campaign, Biden has called for action to make the Social Security program solvent and prevent cuts to American retirees. He has also proposed increasing the minimum benefit for lifelong workers and making payments for the oldest recipients more generous. Uh, but to pay for this, he has called for raising taxes on upper-income households, according to PolitiFact. Now, Rosemary Bogwin, a spokesperson for, the, for Biden's campaign, said there is one candidate proposing to defund Social Security and slash Medicare benefits, and that candidate is Donald Trump. Now, this is a Biden campaign spokesperson accusing Trump of exactly what Biden wants to do. Please. Now, Joe Biden will protect Social Security and expand Medicare, he, just as he's done throughout his career. That's bullshit. 
The reality is that Biden has long been a champion of Social Security, sponsoring legislation and casting nearly 50 votes to increase Social Security benefits or block Republican plans to curtail benefits. Bullshit. Bullshit. Now, the spokesperson, Boglin, said that unlike Trump, Joe is working to expand health care benefits, not take them away. A la Obama. Trump is trying to kill the Affordable Care Act, which not only expanded coverage for millions, uh, two millions, sorry, it extended the life of the Medicare Trust Fund. No, it didn't. Lowered seniors' prescription drug costs and provided them free services. Prove it. Prove it. Seriously, I want to see proof. Now, let's face the reality for just a moment. Face the reality here, America. All right? Biden has gone from cutting to not cutting, from cutting to not cutting, from cutting to not cutting, from cutting to not cutting. Honestly, this guy's a lunatic. Joe Biden, look, He's a he's a liberal Democrat piece of shit. He wants to cut Social Security. He wants to cut veterans' benefits. He wants to cut Medicare. Why? How about all these um, all these pet projects? How about all these pet projects? All these little items. Studies that are getting thousands and thousands of dollars, sometimes millions of dollars, because they want to study the mating habits of butterflies. If you think I'm joking, folks, I'm not. Or maybe, just maybe, they want to study the longevity of a frog. I'm just throwing possible studies out there. I'm sure if you look, if you went on duckduckgo.com, that's duckduckgo.com, where you won't be tracked or traced by that service, that search engine will not do that. They don't even save your history. Smart people over there at DuckDuckGo, they're giving Google a run for its money on that in the search engine department. So here's a thought. And and follow me on this. Um, all of these pet projects that are costing millions of dollars in some cases. Um, well, how about 
how about we we cut their budget? We take that money and we throw it back into the budget where, oh, I don't know, we, instead of studying butterflies and frogs' mating habits and all that shit, take that money and throw it back into Social Security and Medicare. If it's not something that's beneficial to the to America to, to human beings, take the money, throw it back into the budget, and disperse it evenly between Social Security and Medicare and veterans' benefits. Yes, I almost forgot about that. <sighs> Veterans that watch this broadcast, that listen to this broadcast, are probably sitting there going, you redeemed yourself just now, Sinzer. You redeemed yourself. You remembered the veterans. It's not that I tried to forget them. It's just that I forgot to mention veterans' benefits. And there's millions of dollars Millions and millions that are being wasted on stupid shit. Why? Why don't we just take those millions of millions of dollars for stupid studies, stupid research projects that have no beneficial value whatsoever to the American people? and throw that money back into veterans' benefits, Social Security, and Medicare. It makes sense to me. Because Democrats don't want that. See, Democrats want that money wasted. Special interest groups, you know. Special interest groups. Now, if it's cancer research, if it's research for Alzheimer's, okay? Now, I know there are people out there that always say, well, they've got the cure for cancer. They just don't want to release it. Prove it. If they, if they really have it, I want to see the proof. If they have a cure for Alzheimer's and dementia, which Joe Biden obviously could use right about now, if they actually have it, prove it. Not a documentary, not a document, not a document, not, not a document. Oh boy, I'm doing good tonight. Not a documentary, not a documentary, not some website. Show me, say, with the New England Journal of Medicine. If there's an article in in one in that in that widely well known and widely accepted publication by medical professionals worldwide, where where the where if there's if they if they if if that publication says here's proof we have the cure for cancer we have the cure for dementia we have the cure for Alzheimer's. You want to waste money there, there in Washington? You want to waste money? Give me a half million dollars, and I'll research, I'll do a study into curing hiccups, 
curing farts. You want to waste money? I'll I'll gladly take half a million dollars a year and find a cure to a cure for farts, a cure for hiccups, a cure for belching. Do I need that money to do that? No, because there is no such cure for any of those things. Oh, I'm telling you, folks, it's just not that. It's it's really you know. Let's face it. But that's where government waste comes in. We have government waste. Okay? Government waste happens every single day. That's why, and by the way, the reason Social Security and Medicare are becoming insolvent is because the U.S. government has been borrowing from those two for decades. Okay. You borrowed money from Social Security and Medicare to do something. Well, if that something was done, now find, now find the money to put back into those programs that you borrowed. You know, borrowing money is a loan. That money belongs to the American people. We are we're calling our markers. We're calling in our markers. It's time to pay the piper. Put back the money you took out. Take it from some obscure study or research grant that's no longer necessary that has no beneficial use whatever to human beings and put it back into Medicare, Social Security, and veterans programs and benefits. I'll bet you dollars to donuts if you start doing that, you'll start to balance the budget a little bit. It may not make a great big dent, but it will make a dent. Seriously, it'll make a great big dent. Certainly can't wait. Now, of course, will Democrats and Republicans get together and actually do that? Probably not. Probably not. That's the problem. The Democrats want everything. They do. They want everything. They want power, control. That's all they've ever asked for. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but does anyone get the idea that Democrats haven't the stomach for being honest?
And it looks like like the rapper 50 Cent has, cha- has changed his mind. Yeah, rapper 50 Cent decided to, uh, well, he basically, uh, he says, fuck Donald Trump one week after expressing support for the man. I know why he did that, because he's fallen out of favor in the music world. 50 Cent is not relevant anymore. So he did that for publicity. I should have seen that coming. So 50 Cent, fuck you, you lying piece of shit. Am I unmuted? Yeah, you're unmuted. I, I opened your mic a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm still down here. But, yeah, that uh, I read that article on that 50 cent shit piece of shit. Okay. That, see how hypocritical these people are? You see how hypocritical these, these fuckers are. Okay. You know, uh, okay, go fuck yourself, 50 cent, you damn dumbass. No, nobody likes your damn rap anyway. Sounds like crap. Rap is crap. In my opinion, okay. So, you know, oh well, I'm going to wrap himself. <laughs> wrap himself. Get it? <laughs> Ooh, Ouch. I made a good one. <laughs> Gunslinger, I, I'll tell you, man, I don't know. But <laughs> I agree with you. Rap is crap. Yep. Okay. The only, believe it or not, the only rap song I ever listened to, technically, was from MC Hammer, and that's that that song, that thing he did, "Can't Touch This." My mother yeah. actually liked that one. Yeah, that yeah, that was that. that I, yeah, I remember. I've, I've listened to that before. You know, trust me, I'm not gonna go out there and start I eating watermelon. My yeah. mother actually said she liked it. Mm. But Gunslinger, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, I'm not surprised that Fifty Cent did this. You know, I'm really not surprised. He's in, he's part of the music industry, which ties to Hollywood, which tie which has ties you know to stupid people like Joe Biden. Yeah. Notice the circular logic there. Well, yeah, it's all circular logic and hypocrites and. Any, any, any. There are very few out there in Hollyweird. I call it Hollyweird. That are good people, conservative. Mel get was it the Passion of the Christ or whatever, whatever that movie was. He was he he's a he well, he's a he's a staunch Christian conservative. Uh, you know uh, what's his name that played Walker Texas Ranger, the, the karate expert. He's he's there's another one. So there's okay. a few out there. You know. So, yeah, there's, there's a few, but most of them. <laughs> Why do you think it's called Hollyweird? Yeah, that unfortunately is is the stark reality. Um, when when you're dealing with with, with with the infantile stupidity of Hollywood, uh, you you have to ask yourself: Is the music industry not too far behind? 
they're not. They're not that far behind at all. So it's 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 kind of a catch twenty two, you know. Well, you know, like I said, most of that that rap crap it promotes violence. Okay, you heard it. I've heard it. You know, you know how it goes. Okay, it actually promotes violence. Actually, going out and endorsing shooting people and raping girls and you know all this crap. Okay, uh, wow. And but these but this is what this is so screwball, which I've never really quite figured out, unless they're just plain dumb damn stupid. Is and these people they 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 think that they're role models, okay? They think that they're role models, like they're doing something good when they're actually promoting criminality. Yeah, yeah, you know that that's that's stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, well, gunslinger. Yeah, you touched on something when you said that you know rap music promotes violence, and you're right, it does. Now, there over the years there have been Christian rap artists. I know that's an that sounds like an oxymoron, but it's actually very true. Christian well, rap artists, I've, can you believe it? Yeah, I've, I've I've heard some of it. Yeah, and but like I said, there's still the difference between day and night. Christian rap artists are are singing about moral and good things, the right things, okay, versus the dark side, which is these other idiots. That, that's like I said, where they promote shootings, where they promote killing the police, uh, rape, rob, murder, I mean, name it. I, some of these songs are absolutely disgustingly sick, okay, really so there's the big difference. I mean, it's just like day and night. The daylight is the good when the night is, that's when the, well, that's when the scumbags come out, you know? Good. No, 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 no uh, disagreement there. No disagreement whatsoever. Um, well, let me ask you something, Gunslinger. Let me ask you something. Okay, I, I brought this up earlier on the broadcast. In fact, um, I think you'll find I, I, I would I would be curious to hear what you think of this. Um, now, of course, uh, Amy Barrett was confirmed as the 115th Supreme Court Justice. Hold on. Oh, shut. I can't. Uh, uh, come on. Thank you. Trying to stop the damn thing from yabbering and it wouldn't shut up. The video, that is. Now, Ilhan Omar and uh, AOC, you know, asshole on crack, mm-hmm. tweeted expand the court today. They did. They, they they want the court expansion. So, according to the information I have here, members of the progressive squad of House Democrats didn't skip a beat on Monday, calling for court packing almost immediately after Judge Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation to the Supreme Court. 
expand the court, AOC said in a terse response. Ilhan Omar followed, expand the court. Now, Monday's vote came week after partisan bickering over the rationale for confirming justices before an election. But uh, Rashida Tlaib said, we are going to take back the White House and Senate next week with a resounding mandate from the people to fight back against Trump's illegitimately stacked judiciary. We must expand the court if we're serious about the transformational change the people are crying out for. You know, I would love to know what people she's who these people are that are calling in in America that are calling for this. No one I know. Um, <clears throat> Presley uh, tweeted out. Uh, we reject this injustice. We will fight for our rights. We will legislate our values. Uh, really? Well, you see, baby, you hit a key word there, their values. Well, the left have, obviously, they have different values than we people on the right side of the fence, which is always the right side and the right side to be on. Our values completely different from their values, you know. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't have any values really, because you see this AOC you called her asshole on crack, which is true. You know, she needs to go back being a barfly. Okay, I told you. You know, you know why her eyes bug out because she just likes to be fucked in the ass all the time. You know, barfly, and these other, you know. Uh, um, thread heads, thread. Yes, <laughs> there we go, thread heads. <laughs> um, these people are just as bad. Okay, they they hate this country. I mean, they literally have a hatred for this country. Okay, well, if you've got such a hatred for this country, get your ass out. Plain and simple. There's planes leaving every hour. There's 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 ships leaving this this country. Get your thread head on it, okay? Yeah, or just swim. You know, either way, you don't have to stay here, okay? These anti-Americans and and all these other people that were crying for socialism and and all this other crap. You, you know, you better you better watch what you wish for because you might get it, and then it's going to be all out civil war, okay? You think the civil war back in the day was bad? Yes, it's going to be. Make that little thing look like a walk in the park, okay? Because the majority of the people in this country is not going to put up with socialism. Are you crazy? Okay. Look at Venezuela. Look at all those other countries. Uh, they're they're starving in the street, okay? But yet they welcomed in socialism. Ooh, wonder what that wonder what happened there. I think it was what Venezuela was one of the most productive countries in the world at one time. They was exporting all kinds of good stuff. Now they can't even feed their own people, okay? Their people are literally starving in the street. That's socialism. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think you can. Good. I'm not going to say you're wrong at all because you're, you're, you hit the head on the nail. You know, you, you hit the head right on the nail. And, and I think what, what it comes down to is um, when, when you've got these uh, progressive socialist dingbats 
telling telling the Ameri- you know to, telling us that the American people want this. No, it's not what the American people want. It's what they want. They want this. I don't know of any anybody in my neck of the woods that wants it. I mean, for God's sakes, I don't want socialism. I know what socialism can do to a country. I know what communism does to countries. Look at communist China. Look at the mess they're in. And they brought it on themselves. Worst of all, they brought it on themselves. You know? Uh, Senator John Kennedy uh, spoke to Tucker Carlson uh, after the vote. And take a listen to this gun and tell me what you think uh, in regards to his comments. Republicans prevailed tonight. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana was one of them. He just voted for Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation. And we're happy to have him on the show right after. Senator, thanks so much for coming on tonight. Why did you vote in favor of Amy Coney Barrett? Because um, this is a victory for our founders. It was never Tucker about her qualifications. Uh, You would have to be um, barking mad to think that that she is not qualified in terms of intellect, in terms of temperament, in terms of integrity. This fight was about who's going to make social policy in the United States. And we, the, the Congress or the unelected federal judiciary. And we talk about that at the conceptual level so much. Let me give you a specific example. Um, many transgender women want to participate in female athletics. A transgender woman, as you know, Tucker, is a person who is born a male with the male characteristics of testosterone, for example, uh, who identifies as a female. And now many of those transgender women would like to participate in women's athletics. If they're allowed to do that because of their elevated testosterone, they're going to win every contest every time. Who do you think our founders intended to make a decision about that? The, the people through their elected representatives in Congress That's right. are, are nine unelected members of a Supreme Court appointed for life. It's called judicial restraint, and Judge Barrett understands that. Our founders intended it, and that's why this was a victory tonight for our founders. That's a, what a great example that is. The Congress can weigh in on all this stuff. That is their job, um, and you wish they wouldn't boot it up the Supreme Court because it corrodes the system, as you just so eloquently explained. Senator, thank you so much. Thank you, Tucker. Great to see you. All right. You heard what he said. What do you think? Well, yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. I heard most of it, but, yeah, I, I – yeah, he's absolutely right. I mean – these these people up here because they they like I said they're shaking in their shoes. Now they've got another conservative on the Supreme Court, okay? And the, the liberals are choking on it. Let me tell you, they're literally choking on it because now the power structure of the Supreme Court is now going conservative. It's it's swinging way over here now, which is a good thing. No, there's no doubt. That's why they want to put more 
they want to flood and put more justices on the bench. That ain't going to do no good. You know what justices they'll put on there is freaking Democratic liberal assholes, okay? You know that. That's why, because they're losing their power base. I've said this so many freaking times. I know it backwards and forwards. They're losing their power base, and they don't like it because they've had so much power for decades now, okay, that Trump is just (laughs) pulling that power bad out from under them, and they're starting to fall like house cards. Hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. And and what, what what really surprised me was how Joe Biden is actually uh talking about and I can't believe he actually uh is thinking of doing this, but he's actually talking about Rotating justices. Uh, yeah, he he he's actually raising the idea of rotating Supreme Court justices, saying there is some literature among constitutional scholars. Now check this out, man. He indicated on uh, on Monday that he might be open to shifting Supreme Court justices to lower courts if elected president, noting that he hadn't made any judgment yet on the issue. There is some literature among constitutional scholars about the possibility of going from one court to another court, not just always staying the whole time in the Supreme Court, but I have but I have made no judgment. Uh, this is what Biden said at a campaign stop in Chester, PA. And he went on to say there are just a there are just a group of serious constitutional scholars have a number of ideas how we should proceed from this point. That's what I, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to give them 180 days, God willing, if I'm elected, from the time I'm sworn in to be able to make such a recommendation. Now, what gets me is, okay, first of all, okay, he's talking about taking Supreme Court justices and taking them from the Supreme Court, rotating them to the lower courts, like the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, the Seventh Circuit Court, the Third Circuit Court, and so forth. And taking those judges from those circuit courts and putting them on the Supreme Court bench. Constitutionally, that's not possible at all. That's the most incredibly unconstitutional idea I've ever heard and the most insane idea I've ever heard. You know? Go ahead. I guess Gunslinger is a little busy at the moment. Um, Oops, I guess it would help if I unmute my phone, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, while I, was yak- while I was yakking and the, and the phone was muted, um, uh, what do you expect from somebody that 
that don't even know what office he is running for. I mean, he's already said this three or four times. I'm a proud Democrat, and I'm running for U.S. Senate. Really? Really, Joe? You're running for U.S. Senate, huh? You don't even know what fucking office you're, you're running for, okay? And you wanted to move all these these people around the courts like, like chess game, like a chess game, okay? Uh, you go back to your basement, Joe. You, you, you finished, okay? I've been seeing polls today that it's pretty much World Net Daily and all and Fox News saying pretty much Joe's finished. He ain't winning, okay? I mean, uh, which is good, obviously. But even if he even even if he did, hypothetically speaking, uh, like I said, he's <laughs> you talk about an evil person. He is an evil person, along with Camel Toe. Okay, she's a commie, you know that socialist commie right there. Okay, Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe and Crazy Bernie would make a hell of a damn good pair, wouldn't they? Wow. Go ahead. Well, <clears throat> add insult to injury. Okay, to add insult to injury. Um. And I found this very curious. I'm trying to find the uh, trying to find the the, the, the item that, it, that I took for it. Bear with me while I uh, attempt to locate it here. Bolshevik yeah. uh, burn. You heard that before? Well, I can't find it, so I don't know what, where it disappeared to. But uh, the the irony of this, in all of this, is the fact that uh, um, in a nationwide poll, oh, I know where it is. Okay. In a nationwide poll, Trump is leading over Biden. Okay. Now according to the according to, to Rasmussen, and Rasmussen is a fairly uh reliable source, um President Trump took, has taken the lead over Joe Biden in the Rasmussen Daily White House Watch poll. Four-point swing in one week. A four-point swing in just one week. And this is, put, this is being put out also by the Gateway Pundit. Um, it says here, It's neck and neck with President Trump just barely ahead in Rasmussen Report's first daily White House watch survey. The latest national telephone and online survey finds Trump edging Democrat Joe Biden 48% to 47% among likely U.S. voters. 3% prefer some other candidate, while 2% remain undecided. 
Now, last Wednesday, Biden held a 49 to 46% lead, but the race has been tightening since early in the month. This is the first time Trump has been ahead since mid-September, according to, according to the Gateway Pundit. Now, I've always said ignore the polls, but in, in, in light of the fact that the mainstream media always pushes polls that favor Joe Biden, this is, this is a poll that they're not pushing. They're not talking about this in the mainstream media. So uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Democrats, but y'all are going to lose this election whether you like it or not. Now, check this out, Gunslinger. In re-election for a second term, okay, in a nationwide approval rating, Trump is at 52% approval as of the 26th of October. Uh, Well, may as well say today for you and yesterday for me. Um, The alleged president, Barack Obama, was at 48% approval same, the same, this same time eight years ago going into the 2012 election against Mitt Romney. So, interesting how Trump, let's see, that's 49, 50, 51, that's a four-point that's a that's four points higher than Obama was the same time a year ago, eight years ago, sorry. And that doesn't surprise me. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me either. I mean, he's definitely rising in the in the polls. Okay. I think that they're pretty accurate based upon evidence. You go and see all these rallies for the past six months, you know, pick one. And there's literally tens of thousands of people uh, and thousands more waiting that can't get in to the building. I mean, they're just like, it's like a sea of people wearing red magma hats and masks and waving flags and banners and posters and all. I mean, when Sleepy Joe can't even get a conference room full. Okay. He can't eat. I mean, come on. You, 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 you know, when his wife threw that, that, uh, that car parade for him, what was there? All of three cars? Oh, my God. When Trump uh, supporters threw that, uh, that boat rally, one was in Austin and one was down in Florida, there was literally hundreds of boats on those lakes, all waving, you know, Trump flags. Mm, mathematically speaking, uh, yeah, that's definitely, I mean, seeing is believing. Picture's worth a thousand words, ain't it? So, you know, mm-hmm. so there's lots of, they said that the elections were held right now, today, tomorrow. And this was like, shit, three, four months ago, Trump would win by a landslide. And we're what, uh, this is almost two, so we're seven days away 
T minus seven and counting. So I like I said, he's he's in for a shoe in. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And I'm just waiting for the for the liberals to. I'm waiting for them to blow up blow a gasket, and I hope they do. Okay, I really do, because if you're that stupid, okay, uh, you want to go jump off that cliff? I'll 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 give you the GPS coordinates, <laughs> so you make sure you don't miss. Okay, go ahead. You see what happened last time in 2016? They were freaking out. What do you think they're going to do this time? <laughs> I love it. Go ahead. Oh yeah, and um, you know, <laughs> right now they are freaking out because. With the uh, swear with the White House ceremony to swear in Justice uh, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, and the and the official swearing in to be held at the Supreme Court uh, by the by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, they're sitting there they're they're blowing they're blowing they're they're blowing a gasket big time. Uh, and insult to injury, they're 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 looking at at the number of people they're getting at these rallies, and they're, they're lying to themselves if they if they think for one minute that uh, they're getting good numbers at the rallies when what you get a, a handful of people at best, and it's embarrassing for Biden. When you've got Trump supporters yelling from behind him at a rally not too long ago, four more years, four more years, referring to Trump. And the microphones picked it up. Now, the mainstream media didn't really talk about that because they didn't want to admit it happened. But it did. Then add insult to injury. Just recently... As recently as this, as the Sunday talk shows, Biden was interviewed, and he actually called Donald Trump George, referencing George Bush. Oops. Uh, having a little trouble remembering who the president of the United States really is, there, Mister Biden. <laughs> If that's the kind of person the Biden supporters want, then they're idiots. Now, Steph, watching by way of uh, Periscope, uh, in regards to, to what been, what's been said here, so true, sir, so true. And went on to say that just like this BS, BLM crap, um, yeah, well, BLM and Antifa are strong arms for the Democrats. They won't admit it. Hell, Biden says Antifa's idea. Antifa's an idea? How is Antifa an idea when it's actual people out there calling themselves Antifa members? Uh... Then, of course, um, there's a concern uh, since what happened in 2016 with voter intimidation being possible at the polling places. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say something, and I want you to take this to heart. Yes, November 3rd, go out and vote. Get out there. But above all, whatever you do, don't let anybody tell you who to vote for. If you're standing in, in line waiting to go in to cast your ballot, if somebody comes up to you and says, you're going to vote for Joe Biden, aren't you? Or if they turn to you and say, you will vote for Joe Biden. If they try to intimidate you, don't let them. Yes, him to death, sure. Don't. If somebody were to come to me and say, hey, you're going to vote for Joe Biden, aren't you? You will vote for him, won't you? I'll just look at him and go, yeah, sure. Of course I will. But as soon as I get inside that polling station, I'm voting for Trump. And that's the way my vote will go. Why? Because I want this country to prosper. Now, we talk about the we've talked about on this broadcast about how the uh, the ballots, the mail-in ballots, have been tampered with and everything else. Well. Apparently, officials have arrested a 39-year-old from Boston, Massachusetts, uh, in, the, in the ballot drop box arson case. Um, according, to the, according, to, according to this information I have here, a 39-year-old Boston Mass man has been taken into custody in connection with what officials are calling a deliberate act of arson to a ballot drop bo- a ballot drop-off box. Worldly Armand, Worldly Armand was arrested Sunday night and was charged with willful and malicious burning. This came after video surveillance showed a man setting fire to a ballot drop-off box in Boston's uh, Copley Square. Secretary of State William Gavin and Boston Mayor Marty Walsh issued a joint statement that stated this crime was a complete disgrace to democracy. Uh, Mayor Walsh, America is a, rep- a constitutional republic. You might want to keep that in mind. An initial inventory was done by the Boston Elections Department, which counted a total of 122 ballots in the drop-off box, 87 of which were reportedly unaffected by the arson. My immediate concern is to notify every city and town clerk in Massachusetts, stated Gavin. I sent out an urgent directive this afternoon to secure ballot drop-off boxes, ballot drop boxes, if at all possible. Have them inside of municipal facilities. The Democrat added that if it seems necessary, police officers may be staffed at drop boxes for extra security and the compensation issues can be dealt with later. Now, authorities have advised everyone who used the Copley Square ballot box uh, after 2.30 p.m. Saturday and 4 a.m. Sunday to check their ballot status or call the Boston Election Department immediately. I'm going to tell you something right now. 
I got a feeling this guy was put up to it. I've got a, a sneaking, stinking, gut feeling that this guy was put up to it. I mean, we 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 see stories about how there is um, mail-in ballots being left in lakes, on the in ditches, garbage cans, the works, and now this. This is voter. This this is voter fraud being being perpetrated, and I suspect someone put him up to it. Someone paid this guy, I bet, to uh, do this. That's my gut feeling on it. I can't prove it, but I've got a gut feeling on it. What do you think, Gunn? Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it sounds like somebody, you know, somebody was selling a setup. Uh, but, <laughs> again, does, it, does, it, does this surprise you? No. These people are going to any extreme that they could possibly go to. Okay, obviously they're not having too much success at it. Uh, I mean, is it worth risking 20-something years in federal pen if you get caught tampering with the U.S. mail and federal ballots? That's what the penalty is. So, again, you know, it should well, it should be automatic mandatory. No pro, no nothing. 25 years. That would stop a lot of this, okay? Uh, except for the real stupid people that would continue to do it, then they sit on their asses for the next 25 years thinking, oh, maybe I should have went home that night. <laughs> yeah, really? Hmm. So, yeah, I, I yeah, totally agree. Good. I've said this before, and, and it bears repeating, that you know, if if you're go if, if you're caught committing voter fraud, uh, voter intimidation, the penalty should be the same all the way around. Okay, twenty years in in federal prison. Okay, twenty years in federal prison. without parole and all that good stuff. There, there is no excuse for stupid. And that's what voter fraud is. It's just plain stupid. You know, I feel for the people who have to sit on election day as uh, election pollsters, you know, or uh, whatever the job is where they're sitting there signing you in and all that stuff. Uh, Mike from here in New York, I believe him and his wife used to do it or they still do do it. I don't know. Um, But if it were me, you know, I would, I would still do it. You know, but of course, you know, take every precaution. When it comes to uh, these polling stations, Gunslinger, I I think it would be a good idea to have either law enforcement out there, you know, put them on overtime if you have to, Put, put officers at the polling places. 
So this way, voter intimidation cannot happen, you know, and just to make sure that everyone is safe. Because, you know, look at what happened, I think, and, and, and again, I refer back to 2016. You remember when uh, the Black Panther Party was standing out there with uh, clubs and everything else, uh, intimidating voters. We don't need that kind of shit happening again. No ifs, ands, or buts. So if it comes down to um, having, say, uh, law enforcement uh, brought in on overtime to stand watch at polling stations as a precaution, uh, what do you think? Does that sound like does that sound like something you would be comfortable with? Well, hell, you wouldn't even have to put them on overtime. I mean, they're they have they they the law enforcement, the cops are out there twenty four seven. Just have a couple of them, one or two stationed there at the polling until they close, and then go about their business or whatever whatever they on. Okay, uh, you know, might have to bring in one or two or whatever, but you know. Have them just sit there in their car and just watch it, you know, just watch because that would be a great deterrent. Ain't no doubt about that. Are you going to try anything when you got a cop sitting there watching every move you make? Mm, unless you're stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> True. There are some municipalities that may not have a very large um, uh, police force in, in respects of uh, being able to spare officers to do that. Uh, so that's why I bring up the the, possi- the possibility of using uh, off-duty officers on overtime um, for just for just that detail alone. Um, but you're right. You know there are there's, there are municipalities, city uh, police departments like New York City Police Department. They've got they've got a, the largest police force in the country, so they could they could do that. Would Mayor De Blasio of New York City? authorize such a thing? Probably not. I mean, he doesn't give two shits about what happens to people. He's like Cuomo. Did Cuomo give two shits about the seniors in the nursing homes? No. But, you know, it's it's unfortunate. It really is that we have to see this stuff. In our in our lifetime, that we have to that we have to that, that we have to think about uh, such uh, precautions, or even just the idea of doing something like that. You know, and I, I and. Now. One of the senators that voted no was Maisie Hirono. Um, give me a second here while I wait for this video to kick in so I can stop it. Um, Senator Maisie Hirono says hell no while casting her vote against uh, Amy Coney Barrett tonight um, in the confirmation vote, and I'm like, what? So she tried to immortalize her vote Monday night 
against the confirmation of Judge Barrett. When she walked to a table on the floor of the Senate, pointed her thumbs down and said, hell no, while casting her vote. <laughs> Is this Looney Tune from Hawaii that fucking stupid? I mean, seriously. The vote did not affect the evening's outcome, thankfully, but was seen as an encapsulation of the deep frustration felt by Democrats that President Trump would be filling a court seat just a week <laughs> from the November election. Real, real quick, isn't isn't that isn't that same dumbass that said that if you put too many people on one side of of the island of Hawaii, it would flip over? That the same dumbass? No, that that was somebody else. That I I, oh. I know what you're talking about. No, that was a, that was another right. person. No, it was and it was a guy, no less. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, one would think it was her, but no, it wasn't. No, I remember that. I remember that. And uh, I don't think that guy is in politics anymore. Mm, good to boot. Mm-hmm. Well, after saying something stupid like that, I mean, excuse me? Now, for, for Hirono to, um, to, you know, to, to do that, to do, her, to do her vote so dramatically, come on. Really? Are you kidding me? Amazing, Hirono. You know what? They have, do they have, I know they have, uh, they have volcanoes in Hawaii. I got a great idea. Why don't you climb to the top of a dormant volcano, look inside, but be careful. You don't want to fall in. You don't want to trip and fall. You might go down into it. Well, you know what? You might give that poor, that poor volcano heartburn. Oh, I know. That's a bad joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, to 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 thumbs down and hell no, her vote. That was the stupidest way to to act on the Senate floor. I mean, that that's that was asinine. Of course, we're talking about a Democrat that don't give two shits. True. All I can say is we have just about a week to go before the before election day. And if you haven't cast your ballot by mail, hopefully you will cast your ballot come November third. This is one of the this is the most important election in our nation's history. By and large. It is the most important. If you want this country to go backwards and you vote for Biden, then you're a backwards person. Sorry, I'm just calling it like an umpire in baseball. But if you want this country to, go, to succeed and continue succeeding as it has under Trump, and you don't buy any of the bullshit from the Dems, or you're sick and tired of the bullshit from the Dems, well, guess what? Vote for Donald Trump come November 3rd. Whoever you vote for, just make sure your vote counts. That's the bottom line of this. 
Well, Gunslinger, I'm going to have to call this a broadcast, buddy. All right. Okay, so we're fine here. All yeah, right. Before uh, you blaze a trail, uh, just want to see if you have any final comments you want to make before you take off. Well, you know, it's just like the old saying goes. I mean, stupid does is stupid does, and if you're stupid enough to vote for this idiot, then I guess you, you're you're stupid because Trump is the only logical answer. Yeah, he's just a man just like everybody else. He puts his pants on one leg at a time, okay? Um, is he perfect? No. <laughs> okay. Has he done a few things that I don't agree with? Yeah. Okay. He's very arrogant, which is which actually is a good thing because that shows leadership. And I've said this before. You don't want a pansy pussy like ass licking, kissing butt buddy, you know, who, you know, Obama. Okay. Oh, I wanted to kiss the king's ass. Oh, we're sorry for World War Two and World War One and all this other bullshit. Okay. Trump doesn't take none of that. Okay. He tells it like it is, and if he wants to tweet all that, hey, let him tweet. Okay, as long as he does what he says he's done, uh, promises made, uh, promises kept, at least the majority of it, 99% of it anyway, that's a hell of a lot better than any record of any presidential president in this in the history of this country. Show me one that does better. Go ahead. Well... I can safely say without fear of contradiction, President Trump may be unorthodox, but he's getting the job done. He may not say things, you know, like a a politician might, but he he speaks from the heart. He speaks, you know, he basically tells tells the truth, shames the devil, and doesn't care if you like the way he says it or not. So I, I figure it like this. Left between the choice of Donald Trump or Joe Biden, it was the same choice I had back in 2016. I have a choice between Donald Trump or the other person. Guess what choice I made in 2016? And guess what choice I'm going to make on November 3rd? Why? Because I believe Donald Trump has done a great job Yes, there are some things I disagreed with, and, you know, you can't always agree 100% with the president, but, you know, for the most part, he's done some pretty great and wonderful things. And as I, as, and I, as the way I see it is I'd rather see more great and wonderful things happen for this country. I'd like to see our nation prosper economically, as well as uh, you know, as well as you know, a nation that can come together as one and say, "We the people deserve better," and better has been Donald Trump, and it will be Donald Trump again. Firefox News Online Productions didn't endorse Donald Trump just to hear itself, just to just for the sake of doing it. We endorse Donald Trump for re-election because it's the right thing to do, and he is the right man for the job. On that note, my thanks to Gunslinger for for being here. Also uh, to uh, Gene and to uh, 
Cherokee Rose and Steph and KY underscore KY dollar sign uh, for being here as well. And, of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. The Tuesday night edition of Firefox News Online will start at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time. Go to Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's where you'll find the links for the broadcast. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Later, guys and gals. All right, get your order. Good one, Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to wereport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. And be sure to check facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Be sure to use hashtag FFNOP. That's hashtag FFNOP to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition. So let it be written. So let it be done. (laughs) 